Lady Tashat died. Her brains were pulled out her nose with a stick. The rest of her organs were cut out and placed in jars, except for her heart, which was left in. And then her body was embalmed and wrapped and placed in a mummy case in the capital of Egypt a long time ago. That's what was supposed to happen anyway. And maybe it did, but no one had seen Lady Tashat. No one had looked inside her mummy case for almost 3,000 years. Until one day in 1923, a young man stepped into a room at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. He had an x-ray machine, and he aimed it at Lady Tashat's coffin, a beautiful box that had been on display for seven years, but never opened. Her face was painted on it in blue and gold and pink with just a hint of a smile. As though she was sure she would be in paradise by now, and not in freezing Minneapolis on a continent she never knew. And so the young man took his x-rays to see if she was really in there. And there she was. Only there was something else, too. Something so shocking that the young man would never be the same. And neither would Lady Tashat. This is The Object, produced by the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Today, the surprising mystery of a man and his mummy. What happens when we see things we were never meant to see? It's Egyptomania, Part 2. I'm Tim Gearing. Lady Tushad had a pretty good life for a woman in Egypt 3,000 years ago. She was the daughter of the treasurer of a temple, so there was money around. She was probably one of the few educated women in her part of the world, or any part of the world. But still... She was only 15 when she died, and already married, part of a harem with other wives. We know this, and little else, from the writing on her coffin, which was found many centuries after she died, when Egypt was up for grabs. Ancient Egypt, anyway, the Egypt that was dead and buried. Europeans were obsessed with ancient Egypt, and Americans were too, eventually obsessed with its gods and temples and kings with cobras on their heads, so that by the late 1800s, Egypt was one big dig, with thousands of mummies and statues and jewelry being hauled up and sold to anyone with cash and connections. In fact, there's a European in the middle of this story, a German named Emil Bruch, who had charmed his way into the Cairo Museum. The museum was a clearinghouse of sorts, as tons of antiquities came in from digs and went out through the museum store if they were unworthy. It was all perfectly legal, if not perfect. And Emile Bruch was the keeper of antiquities, the man who decided what stayed and what went, including the mummy of Lady Tushat. Emile Bruch 
gave Lady Tushat away in a shipment of nearly four and a half tons of antiquities. Sold for $3,000, a whole lot of it, to a Philadelphia playboy named Anthony Drexel Jr. Drexel gave her away too, along with everything else. Almost a thousand objects in all. One of the largest collections of ancient Egyptian objects in America. Gave it all to his father's namesake university, which never knew what to do with it. So the Minneapolis Institute of Art offered to buy it in 1916, when the museum was just a year old. The Egyptian room quickly became the museum's star attraction, with Lady Tashat at the center. And then someone thought to ask if she was really in there, in the coffin with her face on it. That someone was Alan Burroughs, Harvard class of 1920, son of the curator of paintings. At the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York, he was the new assistant curator in Minneapolis. His first real job out of college. In a painting by his girlfriend, Alan Burroughs looks like a young Lenin, Vladimir Lenin, with the goatee and the frown of someone used to looking closely at things. And somehow, he got hold of an X-ray machine. These machines had been around for a few decades to look at sick people, if not dead people. Never a mummy, anyway. In fact, his X-rays showed more than anyone expected. They showed that Lady Tashat's arm was broken, several ribs were smashed, and there appeared to be a second skull placed between her legs. No one had ever found another skull with a mummy, and why was she so beat up? No one knew that either. So the public came up with their own ideas. This was only a year, after all, since King Tut had been found in 1922, in the tomb with the curse, and everyone loved a good mummy story. Like maybe Lady Tashad had a lover. And that's why she was beaten. And maybe that was her lover's skull between her legs. Or maybe the embalmers were ready to knock off after a hard day of pulling brains out with a stick, and just jammed her in the coffin, along with some random skull that was rolling around the workshop. It's not like anyone was going to look, except Alan Burroughs. When word got out about his incredible find. He suddenly had a new career. He pitched himself as the X-ray guy to the Met in New York, and to the Fog Art Museum back at Harvard, which hired him away just a couple years later to see what was lurking in their own collection. Burroughs got a portable X-ray machine and went all around Europe and America, taking X-rays of art. So he would know a Rembrandt or a Picasso when he saw it, and when he didn't, when he was looking at a fake. 
He called these X-ray images shadow graphs, as though he were seeing something just out of sight, in the shadows. He did this right through World War II and into the 1950s, and he found his share of fakes and whole new paintings hidden behind paint. He wasn't always right, but he was always confident. He believed he could see as much as anyone, and then some. But he never did figure out Lady Tashad. Once he left Minneapolis, it doesn't seem like Burroughs thought much about her. Even if she did launch his career. He was an art detective now, not an Egyptologist. So he probably didn't know that the Egyptian objects around her, the ones that had come with her to Minneapolis, were being sold off one by one to pay for modern art. Or that the director who was doing this in the late 1950s was forced to resign. Burroughs was famous then, or at least esteemed, in the very small world of art conservation. He had written a book about his adventures with x-rays, about the world beyond the human eye. It's hard to say if he even appreciated art anymore, for what it is to most people, for what the artist meant us to see. He died in 1965, a few years before x-rays were combined with computers to make a CT scanner. He would never know that Lady Tashat was scanned with a CT scanner in 1983, that she was sliced into 96 virtual cross-sections by passing an x-ray beam through her mummy again and again, until she could be seen on a computer almost like she was in her coffin, with her cracked ribs, broken bones, and the second skull between her legs. You would never know that the second skull had been beaten in and that the broken pieces of it had been carefully placed in the mud packing beneath the mummy, that the skull had been carefully embalmed and wrapped in linen before it was placed inside the mummy of Lady Tashad. You would never know that the CT scanner the best technology we have to see the unseen, still couldn't solve the mystery of Lady Tashat. It could only tell us what was there, not why. You would never know that there was more to know. <laughs>